Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. We're live. We're getting the... <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Esoteric Literature Club of Whitechapel. I am John. I'm your keeper for this evening. Joining me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Jahan Ramsey, uh, psychologist and nascent magic user. Uh, and Craig? Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Dr. Harold Costley, uh, pensioner and... Guy who is concerned about being locked in sewers. Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Mrs. Doris Foster Young, retired cult leader, uh, and uh, also not a fan of being in a sewer. But, you know. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing America, Kansas Freedom, who is dealing with this far too well and thus will inevitably have a horrible mental breakdown the line. Uh, Jack will not be joining us for a little while. His work schedule has has meant that he has to bow out temporarily from the story. So Jared will be... Well, you'll see. <laughs> Before we delve into the world of Call of Cthulhu, for all those watching and listening at home, understand that this is a world that thrives on horror, on the unsettling, on making you uncomfortable. So there may be themes and aspects of this story that are particularly unpleasant for some viewers. In those cases, it is a perfectly valid response to stop watching or listening if you feel you cannot. For those who remain, welcome to Call of Cthulhu. When last we left off, the literature club uh, was taken into a series of catacombs under, uh, underneath the what appears what they have been what they have surmised to be the headquarters of the Knights Templar in London uh, by the last remaining living Knights Templar in London. I remember the Knights Templar in London, John Collins, whom, after being speared through the chest and shot in the shoulder, uh, seems to be remarkably unharmed, though his clothing cannot say the same, and revealed himself to be, in actuality, uh, the immortal Sir Caradoc, uh, former Knight of the Round Table, made immortal by Merlin many, many years ago, and living thus as London's immortal protector. All you're going to have to roll a d6 sanity... Uh, I'll roll a d6 and lose that much sanity uh, as you come to the oh, realization okay. that not only is magic real, but so are the Arthur, so are apparently parts of the Arthurian legend, and one of whom is standing right in front of you. Okay. <laughs> Finally, fail the sanity. 
or took a lot of damage from a sanity. Did, did you say we have to roll or uh, lose it? You have or to we're roll, just you roll a d6 and lose that much sanity. Okay, all right. Yep. It's not but a If you already it's... made a roll did no. it, to realize magic was real previously. You still roll because this is a different level of magic than what you realized previously. <laughs> There's a difference between realizing magic is real and coming to terms with the fact that a, a person out of Arthurian legend that what that just died in front of you is currently standing whole and alive. <laughs> I take from that six that Jahan is struggling with the weight. He's hot. <laughs> he's also like. I mean, really I feel old. like. I feel like the emotional stability being pushed up, pushed slightly to the edge of emotional instability is definitely over the fact that 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 his shirt is ruined and I can see what's there. <laughs> OK, that is also a really valid. Yep. So as the four of you come to grips with these with this knowledge of the of bits of knowledge of how the world works also all of you get one uh get an additional one percent added to your occult and cthulhu mythos traits um as you as the four of you stand there and 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 come to terms with this information that has been provided as john collins finishes tearing off the remains of his tattered clothes and begins to tie them into some sort of uh sling for the long sword that he is carrying uh that none of you are none of you are still quite aware aware of as to where he brought where he got it from uh, do i need to roll again if he just took off the rest of his clothes I mean, he's still wearing pants, but no, you don't need to roll again. You can okay. you can sit there and stare without losing sanity. It's fine. Okay. Uh, there, I mean, you can. I don't know about me. There is a there is a sharp scream. The sort of the, there's a sharp yelp of surprise. The sort of yelp that one would issue when one expects there to be sixteen steps when going down or up a staircase, but there are in fact either fifteen or seventeen. Uh, at which point, the four of you and John Collins turn to realize that Jared has gone missing. Young Jared? Hope he's not uh, another meat grinder. Harold's uh, headed did, in that direction. Did, did the four of you just hear the sound of someone yelping as if they were going up or down a staircase and expecting there to be 16 steps, but there were in fact only 15 or 17? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not a sound I haven't heard before. Quite a specific sound, yes. I don't quite understand. Harold is going in the direction of the scream already. Uh, Where are you stashing that sword? <laughs> <laughs> Doris is going to ask that question. You don't really want to know. Uh, doctor, doctor, you're probably not going to want to wander too far off. So you've heard that scream before, I take it. Yeah. We don't have time to talk about the sort of scream we're hearing. Young Jared's gone missing again. You're not going to find him that easily. We're not standing around here, we're not. Uh, also not wandering around in the dark, uh, where there are, in addition to the thing that I, that I previously trapped down here, also apparently lizard folk wandering around with spears. Look, he may be an idiot, but he's our idiot. We've got to get him back. What I'm saying... Errol, you know where I heard that sound before? Because I heard it when Jerry went missing, but before that, I heard it when you went missing. And, and you know how I found you? You turned up a few hours later pretending you hadn't been gone. Exactly. Right, but there hadn't been great big 
perfectly explainable subterranean lizard people. If you'll, if you'll hold your horses, I can explain to you a few things, and also that you're not going to find the lad, at least not right now. And not within the next five minutes it'll take me to explain something to you. Harold grumbles, but comes back to the group. So that sound in particular is the sound of a creature... Ah... We call them shamblers. They are, they are entities that sort of exist between this world and others, in sort of the space between. Uh, that's the sound that you make when you're, yanked, when you're yanked out of this universe into another. Which is what I meant right. by you're not going to find him. Sorry, could you say that again, please? Right, so that's the sound you make when a shambler yanks you out of this universe into another. Seems perfectly he, uh, he's as logical as everything else that has happened today, which is to say, wrong. I'm just not processing it. He reaches behind his back and pulls out a large book. Again, you don't see where he pulled it out from, uh, especially considering that he's not wearing anything right now. Yep. Uh, and opens it up and sort of puts, sits it on the floor and sort of crouches down, uh, pulling a pencil and, uh, again, out of somewhere, uh, and sort of sketching on, onto a page of the book. Right, so if you imagine that, uh, imagine that your world, the world you're currently occupying, uh, is a room in a building. There are other room, there are other rooms on either side of it, left, right, up and down. What's happened is some big ugly bastard has reached through one of the walls, ceiling or or uh, ceiling or floor, grabbed your buddy and yanked him through. Now he's probably going to pop back out again at some point, but it's not going to be necessarily here, and it's not going to be necessarily pretty. There's not the trick here is going to be. Keep your eyes and ears open. Because these things feed off of you. And not just like, uh, like an animal, uh, not like your meat and bones and things. Everything that is you, your essence, your life force, your whatever you want to call it. So don't get grabbed, is what I'm saying. They feed off of us when we're in the other universe, say. In the transition. Ah. Harold looks, looks uncomfortably at Doris. So, if we've already been, then they've already had a nibble, then. Had a bit of a nibble, yes. Oh. <laughs> it takes Doris slightly longer to pick up that train of thought. <laughs> but she's there now. Now, you can survive having a bit of nibble off you. But if they keep doing it and they keep your and they keep their claws in you, things will start happening. Well, what sad this isn't the first time that's happened to Jared. Uh, it's not. Hey, I guess this is just a question to ask the GM. Am I aware? Because I know we discussed it to some extent. Mm -hmm. The connection between the symbols we found and the people going yelp nope 
you recall that those symbols were in the area. You don't know if there was necessarily a connection between okay. the yelping and them and those symbols. But I recall that Jared mentioned when he came back yeah. that he had been looking at that when he yes. went. Yeah. Aren't those the same symbols that are like above the door and stuff? Yeah, it's the same symbol that you that you've seen that Jahan carved over into his mantle and that you saw on the on the uh, Okay, otherworldly magic stuff, whatever it is. Uh, any chance it's purely coincidence that two out of the four now times this has happened, there was definitely one of those protection-y blood sigils above the door or that was right there? Uh, not surprising, uh, considering that the people that utilize those symbols are the people with knowledge of otherworldly entities like the Shambler. Uh, it'll likely to be targeted by them. Yeah, it'll it'll also keep them at bay if the, if you're on the other side of it, depending on how it works. They're sort of uh, the rules that the rules as to how that symbol particularly works are fast and loose and not always making sense. You put it over a doorway, nothing can pass through. But if you put it on an object, basically only whatever's on the other side of the object is protected. So, like if you were to if you were to like to tattoo it on your forehead, everything behind it would be fine, but from your neck down wouldn't be, kind of thing. Is it well, we're gonna need to have a talk about a clock at some point, but indeed. Lots is this um is it is this the um the star like symbol or the hand the star okay the crooked star with the eye okay what you have learned what you have what you have learned is called the elder sign the elder sign yes. okay i couldn't remember if we knew that in character yet or not actually i don't know that harold does i, I think, think harold wasn't listening but it was said in front of him okay yeah i think he was still dealing with with his his uh attempted axe murderiness <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, we've got few, we've got things down here that weren't ex that I weren't ex that I wasn't expecting to be down here, which means we're gonna stick together, keep your eyes out, keep your ears open. The lizard folks are pretty easy to take down. Couple of couple of uh, uh, sort of indicate to the uh, shotgun. Couple of rounds of that should keep most of them down, uh, or put most of them down. The shambler is gonna be a bit of a different task, though. Any idea what it looks like if it's <laughs> uh, like a nightmare made flesh? I don't know. I've had quite a number of nightmares. Lots of limbs, not all of them in the right proportion. Sort of like if you crossed a gorilla with an insect. That's but with more limbs. I, that's actually quite helpful. Yeah. That's actually not the most horrible thing I've heard before, but it doesn't sound like it. But it doesn't really do it justice. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm. People talk to me about their dreams professionally. I've heard, I've, I've heard some terrible things, but it's close. I will say that. Regardless, keep your guard up. If you see it coming towards you, just start shooting. Uh oh. Also, um, you. It says, uh, pointing at John. Uh, reaches out, grab your grabs your hand, holds it up, and then forms your hand in, into this sign. Okay. Now I want you to, the same way you did when you fired off that spell. I want you to focus into this. 
this is going to act kind of like a miniature version of that sign. And it'll mm -hmm. keep certain things at bay, so long as you hold it up and you focus. If you lose focus, you lose concentration, it'll eat you. The thing that I'm trying to ward against, not the sign itself. Yes, the thing right. that you're trying to ward against, not the sign. Okay. <laughs> this is an all-or-nothing protection, folks. <laughs> I actually really like that as a spell concept, though. <laughs> This will either Very save your life from John will know what that is. Yeah. This will either save your life from literally everything or devour your soul in an instant. And it all depends <laughs> on your emotional up. state. Good luck, teenagers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, pretty much any PC in a role playing game ever. That's also fair. As soon as I can grab any of mine, anyways. Let me. So the one, the one issue with the Call of Cthulhu book that I'm gonna—well, not the one issue. One of the issues with the Call of Cthulhu book. Um, is the inability to rapidly index certain spells because they have multiple different names. Uh, but I am, I will momentarily have this spell in your handouts as well, Jeremy. As you learn a new spell. Mm -hmm. Uh, it also does other things that you might find out over the course of your study, but for now, just okay. focus on using it as the defensive ward that it is. All right. You now have the sign of power. Oh, there it is. Okay. In your journal. Hey, look, it doesn't drive me insane. Yay. Uh, hang on. Sorry. I forgot to put the cost in there. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it doesn't drive you very insane. I think we've observed this before, but the only person who's able to heal sanity is the person who's draining it out with every attack. Uh, uh, Harold can as yeah. well. I, not, and not as well as he can, but I do have training in that. Yeah. Uh, so. And yeah, sanity is a resource. Spend it. <laughs> <laughs> Said the GM uh. while laughing. <laughs> points are also a resource. Spend those that too. You can spend, mm -hmm. but at some point, it doesn't end well. All right. And there are some spells that you can... There are some spells that don't cost sanity. There are just far fewer of them than there are of the ones that do. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know that. The rest of you have guns. Let's be on our way. Like I said, keep an eye out. Lizard folk, I'm not sure how they got in. 
But we're going to have to find that, plug the hole, and then deal with the other thing that's down here that isn't the Shambler or the Lizard Folk. Uh, and what would that be? Just so we know it when we see it, if we are. If I knew what it was, I'd tell you. I feel like we might very well know once we see it. Right, yeah. so it doesn't look like a lizard, and it's, it doesn't look like half a gorilla and half a you know, buck. I didn't trap it down here face-to-face -face with it, let's just say. Splendid. Right, um, just as we're walking, you said that the thing we're hunting here is better with bullets. Just so I know I'm using the right tool, either of the other things we after something I should use the crossbow instead on. No, they're probably best using bullets on those as well. Got it. Bullets are this. He says, uh, he says uh, holding up the longsword. But I don't, I don't think any of you have blades blessed by angels on you, so... Nope. Left mine back at the office. Yeah, well, there are not very many of them in the world. I, uh, I loan my fighting style sword wasn't an option. I loaned my pocket knife to the bishop once. Not quite the same thing. I figured it was worth a try. Dr. Ramsey, are you holding up all right there? Fine. Fine, he says, after slightly too long while staring at John Collins' back. <laughs> Can I do, like, a psychoanalysis of whether or not this is, or psychology, I guess, of whether this is hot guy syndrome or sure. slowly losing my grip on reality syndrome? I'd like to make that roll. As like... would I. You can all make psychology rolls. Fail, but not by that much for me. Would you like to spend, would you like to spend luck to succeed? I'm going to spend what? life to succeed. No, I'm fine. I'm going to do it. This is this not is... the most important role of my life. I'm going to do it. This is important to Doris. I like how close everybody came. I succeed because I spend one luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fine. I mean, as fine as you can be considering this whole situation. He's probably a lot more sane than you all are. <laughs> I mean, fair. I've this is all, 36. You know, almost everything here is really just like solidifying Jahan's life choices more than anything else. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, really, really is. The more I, as I think about the history I wrote up. Yeah, it's like, I fucking knew it, all right? <laughs> Magic is real, I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> Screw you, mom and dad. <laughs> so, the group of you following John Collins, or Caradoc, how, whichever you prefer to think of him as, um... Uh, follow him, uh, continue down the same tunnel that you had started off down, the one that the lizard folk had ended up dying in. Uh, you find the brick, looking around, you notice that the brickwork is definitely ancient. This catacomb, even those of you that are untrained in archaeology, which is all of you, uh, I can, can tell by looking at it that the this is ancient stonework. This has been here for a long time. Um, can't tell exactly how long, obviously, but 
weather. Okay. Sorry, the archaeologist is having a moment. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be fine. The sound of dripping water echoes to all of your ears after a little while. There's something just sort of echoing through the hall. Just a very steady drip, drip, drip. And I need all of you to make either spot hidden or listen checks. Oh, let's try some spot hidden. Yes! Wow. Remember everyone to even if you if especially especially if you use luck to succeed to check mark those boxes on the rolls that you succeeded in. Oh. Yep. Sorry, listen or spot hidden. Listen or spot hidden, whichever you prefer. Uh, I super super did not succeed. Ooh, that's a fumble. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? Uh, Jeremy rolled a 95. Um, I rolled a, yeah. Which is a my, fumble. My, the value is 40. I rolled a 95. Yeah, which is less, less, less than 50. 95, up, 95 and up is a fumble. <laughs> All right. Everyone else succeeded, <laughs> though. Distracted. <laughs> uh, okay. So... Uh, you all rolled spot hidden. So, Jeremy, you... You just... You're getting really distracted by that sound of dripping water. It's just like... So it's like... It's a fairly silent... It's a fairly silent uh, corridor and area. And just that sound is just... You, you're not able to really... You can't tell where it's coming from, and it's just sort of really breaking your concentration right now. And so you okay. are just really distracted by whatever that sound is. The rest of you start are starting to see, you can see that there are a series of claw marks uh, on the wall off to one side that look like they're sort of emanating out from a particular point on the wall. Like something pulled itself out of the wall and left these claw marks behind. Angling my shotgun in the direction that seems to be heading. Um, do, is there any depth to that area of the wall, or is this sort of a emerging from curves and angles kind of deal? Not that you can tell. It looks fairly flat. Like, the wall, it seems fairly flat. It's just that there are these dig marks coming out of the sides. Do they look like they could be the same size as the lizard man's claws? Oh, yeah. Or... Oh, yeah. Very easily. Okay. Oh, um... Harold will uh, sort of point with his shotgun in the direction of the claws, claw marks to anyone who didn't see it. Say, well, it looks like we may have found one of the places where they're creeping in. Um, and uh, Mr. Collins, you indicated that uh, there could be a, a right number of these things down here, right? They typically travel in packs, yes. All right. Then. Uh he goes over to the wall and looks at it, puts a hand on it where the scratch marks are, so sort of scratches it with his own fingernails. They hunt in packs? Yeah, pretty much. Great. Uh, Sorcerer, come here. It says waving a hand towards John. Uh. 
do that hand sign right here, if you wouldn't mind. Alright. I do the thing. Alright, so spin the magic point and the sanity point. Yep. And as you do, you sort of uh, hold the hand out and sort of focus, and you, you feeling that kind of focus that you felt previously when you were casting the other spells that you've cast, uh, your hand begins to warm to heat. Like it's pushing against something that's resistant and heating, even though you're not touching anything. Uh, and as you do, the wall cracks and opens as if something had been pulling on it. And you realize that now that you've done this and your hand cools off and you just sort of instinctively let go of the sign, you realize that the wall had always been broken. And all of you now realize that the wall had always been broken. You're not certain why you thought it was smooth. As you can now very clearly see, there is this gash in the wall where now it makes a little bit more sense. Those claws were something was pulling itself through this hole. Right. Well, it looks like we found where the little bastards came in, at the very least. Uh, it looks like there's no more than four of them total. We already killed one, so there's three left. Let's see if we can't do anything about this. How can you tell the number of them that's come through? And he sort of points at a couple of the claw marks and says, uh, and, and right here you'll see uh, the sets of claws. There are two sets, one on each side. And you can tell which one's, you can tell which one's a single hand. And he points at sort of like the bottom of it. They've got sort of a uh, shrunk pinky, the like sort of the kind of like ours is ours is smaller, theirs is smaller too. Has a smaller scar, has a smaller scarring on the wall right here. There's only four sets of handprints here. You see, if you look for that, and it's sort of as he points it out, and you look, and you can see very, you can very much see now that you've sort of been drawn to the fact that one of these claw marks is drastically shorter than the rest. You can sort of pair them up left and right, and there are only four sets of these pairs. Okay. On the All wall. Right. Are they are they noticeably? Di I mean, for the sake of argument, is it possible that one of them came through four times, or are they noticeably different from each other? They are noticeably they are noticeably different from each other in their location. It doesn't seem like okay. it doesn't seem like the sort of thing where something would have pulled itself out. Like you don't walk typically. You don't walk through a door drastically different each time you walk through it. You're just not walking well, through the right don't. doors, John. <laughs> <laughs> Dial. We discovered Kramer lizard people. <laughs> I was uh, going to go a different route with that joke, but... Mm -hmm. I'm just showing my age. But yes, looking at it, look, looking at the, the sets and where they're at, looking at the sec looking at the section, the, the claw marks and where they're at, it would seem that several of them came through probably at the same time. Like they were, because you do recall that these things are able to crawl across the walls and ceilings. Mm. It looks kind of like it sort of four of them burst out and went in different directions along the wall, rather okay. than stepping out like one of like a human might. Okay, like a human might step out through a wall. Yes. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> well, there are absolutely ways humans step through walls. It just means. The wall ha now has a door in it. <laughs> or window. Kool-Aid yes. man reference here. <laughs> X-Factor reference here. 
All right. I'm pretty sure the Kool-Aid man did it first. Looking, Absolutely. Looking over at looking over at America, uh, you wouldn't happen to have like a crowbar or climbing gear on you, would you? Um. Sorry, I'm going through everything in my inventory. You're fine. Oh, not on me. Not really. Uh, right. Well, then I'm gonna have to do this a hard way. <laughs> and he, uh, he look. I had to spend every cent of my starter cash on the stuff I wanted because I'm not rich. You're fine. You're like all of you. He looks at the rest of you. All right. That so sounds like a you problem. If the four of you would uh, keep an eye and an ear out, because I'm about to have to make a lot of noise to uh, close this thing up. <coughs> of course and he begins to he he rears back sort of takes a couple of quick preparatory breaths and slams his hand into the wall all of you hear the sound of bone breaking as he punches the wall and you can see that his hand that several of his fingers break on impact as a little bit of the wall cracks fucking Jesus Christ as he sort of sits there and breathes and after a moment you hear it as his hand resets itself can I get a good look at that sure make a medicine check yeah. um, to roll that as America he... is trying to not look at that and as much as possible keep an eye out give me a listener spot hidden check as okay. he then, and it's not at any sort of disadvantage for this being loud. Yeah, no. As he then smashes his hand again, and a little bit more of the bra- of the brick breaks. Uh, so the two that succeeded on their medicine checks. So it looks like what three I succeeded two. Uh, only two of you rolled for medicine. Uh, you and oh no, Harold. wait, sorry, I saw spot hidden. Yeah, never mind. You and Harold. Uh, so the two of you, uh, the two of you succeeded. Uh, so looking at it, it looks like he's just hitting the wall at a level that humans can hit walls, but to the level where you'd break your own hand doing it. He is just, he is shattering his hand and then it is healing itself and he's doing it again. Uh, you're not certain you, you can distinctly tell that basically what's happening is after a very short period of time, any damage that is being done to him is fixing itself. And he is just using that to brute force bludgeon this hole closed. With with, so with he's taking the Naruto approach. <laughs> with the with that level of success, can I tell externally it's probably still difficult, but can I tell if the damage is healing itself or undoing itself? It's, you know, is it is it an accelerated yeah, yeah, yeah. physical process or is it basically rewinding? With so, yeah, with with the with this with the extreme success, there's no way that it's healing in the traditional manner, mm-hmm. and you're hearing the bones rearrange themselves. Not not the bones are breaking and then rearranging themselves back into a working order. Not fusing into what would eventually be a club fist at this point uh so yeah it's definitely that the damage is being undone 
any right. damage that is being done is rewinding itself back to the point before it happened. Okay. Envy of his magic wrist right now because, damn, I want a wrist that could uninjure itself. <laughs> Tell me about it. So Doris is very distracted by this, I guess, and it's yeah. gonna. Which, the sound, yes, the sound of a hand repeatedly being crushed against a wall and the man doing it cursing in pain is certainly very distracting. What a, Erica is just being like, this is my cowboy fantasy, blood guts and shotguns, I'm on lookout. <laughs> Would it help that to use a, 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 something not your your hand i have a brick in my purse as he smashes the wall again and waits for his hand to heal ah uh, what kind of brick uh i think it's solid stone let's, ha um, let's have a look then oh the brick from the replica stone head yes yes it is Harold, <laughs> pull it I, out. Harold, i think is seeing it for the first time now yeah yeah it's a, it's just like a so you would not I don't think you can make an argument but I don't think it's possible to recognize a bri a brick from a model of Stonehenge out of context. No, it's I don't a, think it is. It's a piece of stone. It's a slab of stone, pretty solid. She'll hand. No, it I'm over. just amused that this has this has continued to be an item in our campaign. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't think anyone would recognize it. He sort of grabs it, <laughs> takes it. Yeah, no, this would help. This would help a lot, actually. Have sort of fun. Grips it with both hands and begins slamming it into the wall. And again, it's now louder than it was previously because there's not that muffling of flesh. But you're also mm. not hearing the repeated breaking of a hand anymore. So there's That's that. Better. As he begins to hammer the wall with this brick. So America, you're you're listening. You're listening out. You're you're you are ignoring the sounds of bodily harm happening off to, off behind you as I'm you sort of look listen. Out. And after a while, you begin to hear the sound of something skittering, like nails on the stone. And it seems to be coming closer. All right. As soon as I, I used spot hidden as opposed to listen, as soon as I see it, I think I have like an angle on it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot it with my carbine. Okay. So we'll say you um, see, yeah, you looking down the I hallway. I think that's within 50 feet because we're in a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, it's a tunnel. Uh, you see, so, okay, yeah, you spot hidden. My bad. Either way. Uh, so yeah, you see this hand, you see this this scaled hand with inch-long claws digging into the stone of the ceiling of the tunnel as it across the ceiling coming towards you, and you fire. And as I'm doing that, I'm yelling, focus up! All right. I don't know if extreme successes do anything, but that was an extreme success, so... Uh, not in the case of firing your gun, no. at least not right now. I don't think. Might. Well, that's a shame. I'd have to check the combat roll. <laughs> Look, I'm very good at very few things. Um. 
okay, so let's see if it can dodge. Nope. <laughs> so you fire, uh, and there is you fire, and there is the sound of a bullet ricocheting off of stone and into something. As you fire, and the bullet smashes into it and the ceiling that it's crawling on. It doesn't knock it off the ceiling, but you definitely you definitely understand that you have its attention now. As we are going right. to initiative. Woo! Our initiatives remain the same, right? Yep. Initiative yeah. remains the same because it's based off your decks. Um. Probably remove Jared, just so I don't, don't assume he's Jahan or John. Yep, just did. All right, America. So that would that we'll, we'll say that was your turn firing at the lizard. That's fair. Initiative. Uh, John Collins looks over his shoulder. All right, they're here. Uh, he sort of drops the sword off to the ground. Anyone who wants to use it can, if you if you feel like swinging. Otherwise, just get ready to shoot. Uh, as he continues to smash the uh, stone into the wall. Uh, Harold. Uh, let's see. I'm going to shoot at it with a, with a shotgun. All right. How know. close is it? Uh, it's about 30 feet away. Mm. Anyone between Harold and it? No, it's on the ceiling. All right, I'm going to give it both barrels then. Um... What ability is using a sword or using this sword if I know? Uh, you succeed. Go ahead and roll damage. I think melee. Yeah, yeah. melee. Uh, which, hang on, I'll tell you in a second. Melee is not on the sheet. Fight, yeah, fighting, fighting brawl. brawl. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, actually, no, it would be fighting. Um, so melee weapons have, ver have specific uh, fighting skills. Associated with them. Oh, so as opposed to fighting whip, it would be like fighting yeah, short sword. Yeah, like fighting whip, it would be fighting sword. The thing, kind of. Okay, I don't have that one. Which has there is a default percentage if you don't if you don't have any points in it. Yeah, uh, why don't you tell me what that is? Yeah, it's probably not worth it, but let me um, find the weapon. Sheet. For the listeners, the reason I'm forcing the GM to look things up for me is because. Opening the Call of Cthulhu book will crash my computer <laughs> because it is so long and Zoom likes about 80% of my CPU, which I don't think is healthy. <laughs> Does anyone happen to know at the top of their heads where the weapons table is? Um, It's... Right after, like, weapon X. 402. Page XX. 402. That would be page XXX, Jeremy. I've what? got it on my sheet. No, oh, no, that no. That, would have been that is the page that, 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 it, that is the page that describes uh, Doris and Harold's friendship. The one that you gave. <laughs> The one that who gave? Uh, John. Skill, skill oh. is... Page XXX. Mm -hmm. Skill is fighting sword. Do you have any idea how many jokes I choked back because America just learned that this was important to choke, them, choke the jokes back about his sword that came from nowhere that Jahan and Doris were both quite interested in? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh, it is fighting. I sword. think you purposely don't. 
<laughs> fighting brawl. Intentionally. Uh, Look, America does have a type. It's just not any of the people that are currently here. Okay. Uh, so sword starts at 20%. Okay. That is literally the same as firearms for me, so I might take it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah um... Interestingly, it's harder to fight with a chainsaw than a sword. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I would. Yes, it is. Chainsaw. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Chain, chainsaw, which is a listed fighting style that you can use. Yeah. Is tires at ten percent. As someone who has used a chainsaw, it was in a legitimate circumstances that involved like woodsiness. I was going to say they're in a not fight. <laughs> no, they're not. It's just funny to me uh, that that chainsaw has a chainsaw is not only listed but has a ten percent base level I base mean, percentage. Yeah. I, I feel like it's actually a, not a bad weapon if you have the points to dump into it. Whip starts at five. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because they're hard to use in a fight. Oh, yeah. I, I only brought it up to 75, which is a reasonable number for someone who <laughs> has delusions of cowboyhood. <laughs> All right. So with the unloading of both barrels from Harold, uh, one of which just splatters some of the stonework above, and the other one smashes into the lizard itself. The body of this scaly creature hits the ground. Dead. Or at least not moving at the moment. Uh, there is the sound of more... With the, with the death of this one, there is the sound of more scratching and scrabbling nails. As over next to John, a clawed arm erupts out of the hole in the wall that he is currently trying to close as he goes, fucking shit, <laughs> in response. <laughs> Jahan. Okay. Well, I know that you were looking at that sword, but sorry. Go but for I, it. I am also really <laughs> shitty at firearms. <laughs> and examining a very nice sword from a fancy boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yes, and reaching down and grabbing for 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 John Collins's plate. Yes. Um, so there is currently that you can see. You can't see any of the other ones in the hallway, but you can see the arm that is currently erupting from the wall. Okay. Uh, let's try this. You said okay. You said it's a long sword. Is that medium or heavy? Heavy. Yeah. Be a heavy was okay. sword. Heavy. That's the only thing that I had not put in here was yeah. 28 plus one. 1d8 plus one plus your damage bonus. Yeah, well, I missed. Uh, too bad, because that was good damage, too. Yeah, so, John, you swing and John Collins ducks as you smash the sword into the wall where the rift is trying to get the arm, which just is still sort of flailing and you sort of weren't aiming properly right at it. Doris. Ah, uh, well, John's are... He's got my brick. I guess I'll fire. <laughs> this is gonna go badly because I'm not good at firearms. Uh, I'm gonna go twice probably sorry um <laughs> hey hey well, all right were you shooting at the ar- were you shooting at the arm 
Oh, wait, I wasn't. Um, yes, I was shooting at them. Sorry, I forgot to do it with the di- the actual weapon. Yeah, you can, just roll, you can just roll the damage. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to do firearms. Uh, I guess I just reroll the whole thing. Um, uh, what range am I at? Uh, you are right next to it, so. Okay, so 10. 12 and 5. <laughs> So blam, blam, Doris, you sort of put the, you put the handgun to the, uh, you put the handgun to the, uh, uh, to the arm and just unload, probably panicking extremely at the moment as it's yep, really close. Yep. And the, just the force of the fire rips the arm off of the, off of its limb and it just hits <sighs> the ground and continues to scrabble around trying to grab onto something as it's sort of flailing on the ground. America. Well, yeah. well done, Doris. America. You can hear more lizard folk coming, but you can't see them yet. Is there holding actions in this? Uh, I'll say yes. Okay. Holding until I see one again, trying to keep them a little bit distant with the carbine. We'll say you can hold one fire uh, based on the ray of fire or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. Carbines can only fire one around anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, Collins just sort of punts the arm away from the wall as it continues to scrabble around and goes back to slamming that brick into the wall. You notice that the rift is about halfway closed now as he's managed to he's managed to collapse it in on itself with the sheer force of smashing a thing into it. Uh, Harold, how active is the arm right now? Uh, still spasming. Uh, you're not certain if it, you're not certain death throws are still alive. You can't really tell at the moment. Mm, can I roll to see if I can hear the the other lizard men coming? Yeah, can we listen check? All right. Um, I can't. So I think Harold is gonna um, just take the um, the butt of his fouling piece and uh, just smash the arm. All right. Uh, give, go ahead and give me a. Uh, it'll, be a, it'll, it'll be a fighting brawl roll. Yeah, I have a I have a club basically. Can I just use that one? Uh, it's going to be an imp- uh, the butt of a rifle is an improvised weapon. It's not a club, uh, so it'll be it'll be a fighting brawl roll. Well, success. Uh, yep. That's just my that's just my unarmed with the damage. Yeah, so. that'll work. That works. Are you? smash the arm a little bit more of this green blood squirts out and you sort of it stops moving uh and as you are all currently standing in the hallway at the moment listening to these lizard folks scrabbling in towards you uh we are going to go to a break for just a little for just a couple minutes so we'll be back in just a few minutes we're back all right uh it was we just finished Harold's turn. Okay, so to the the, the rest of you, um, from the shadows, two figures leap out. One heading towards Harold, and one heading towards America. The two people with the, the two people with the biggest guns. Uh, held action. Your held action goes off, America. Yeah, <laughs> I get to. Let's see if you can. Let's see if you can kill it in midair. I really want to, but I don't think I will. <laughs> It just doesn't do that much damage. Um, nice. I mean, there's a good chance he'll dodge it, but 
Don't want to roll an 80. No. Uh, so you pull the trigger and blam, your carbon goes off, smashing this thing in the shoulder and bits of green blood and flesh go. It's still coming at you, though. Yeah. Uh, as both of you get claws striking at you, uh, you can both make a dodge roll if you like. Awesome. I'm really good at dodging things. I am super not. Nice. Oh, wait. Well, no, I'm, I'm pretty scared. damn good. I'm not amazing. It doesn't matter if you succeed or fail. It's matter in, in this case. It's it's comparing to the attack roll. I mean, it doesn't matter if you fail. Then, then why are you allowed to put more points into your dodge? Actually, it doesn't matter if you fail because if you fail, then it doesn't matter if you're better or not. You still fail. Yeah, you yeah. still fail. But if you succeed, then okay. if you succeed, then it's setting a thing. So Harold fails to dodge. You succeed at your dodge with a fifty-seven, which means I probably don't succeed. Well, I mean, it depends on again. I've been rolling really badly, so. I have very complicated feelings about the mechanics of this system. I always like hundred base systems. It reminds me of the of my of my youth playing Palladium games. Yeah, Palladium games. Fucking Wolfen. <laughs> you ever play Palladium Fantasy, where it's like, yeah. What kind of armor do you have? Well, let's look at the entire fucking table for chain mails. Yep, no, palladium was uh palladium was the thing. No, I had well John's looking this up. Fun story. So when I was in college and I was playing when role playing, I had a guy who I was playing with. We started off playing vampire. And first session, he diabolized my character. Um, literally the first session. Oh, goodness. Not in a pre-negotiated, this is how we want to No, I got beat, I got beat literally down into concrete and nobody was around and he was like, I could use some extra power. Um, (laughs) (laughs) second character, second campaign, werewolf, he went on a frenzy a worm frenzy and ended up chewing on me a little bit. Then we played Palladium. At one point, my character loses an arm. I'm playing a wolf and he is also playing a wolf. And, and he looks at me and goes, you know, wolf and are 90% cannibalistic. And I said something that stayed with me as a catchphrase that entire year, which was don't eat my character, fucker. <laughs> So I mean, as I, I feel roll, like at that point it was very justified. As I roll a 75 and a 72, both of these attacks miss. <laughs> it didn't matter that you succeeded on or failed on your dodge because I can't roll. <laughs> All right. Sorry, but also thank you. As these claws swipe through the air past you, Harold, you sort of stumble back trying to dodge, and it seems more that it seems more that it just didn't have a really good angle of attack than that you successfully dodged. Uh, uh, whereas America, you sort of leap up and jump over the arm as it swings underneath your legs. Uh, Jahan. Yep. All right, let's try this stabby stab thing again. All right, so the arm is gone. There's nothing in the rift. There are two lizard folk attacking Harold. There's one attacking Harold and one attacking America. Okay. Which one are you aiming at? Uh, 
I feel like America's probably better at handling themselves in a fight than Harold. But if you miss, you probably won't hit me. It's up to you. Now nah, let's go after. Let's go after. Let's see if we can help Harold out. Um... <laughs> just a failure, not a fumble. It's just yeah, a failure. Yeah. Uh, you injured the one that's attacking you, America. Awesome. Uh, so, Jahan, you swing with the sword, trying to hit this lizard folk, which dances out of the way. Uh, Doris. Right. Uh, well, my gun's empty. I... Reload? Still got my brick. Reloading is a full action or a movement action? Still have my sword. Don't have a sword. Um, so she's gonna pull out a hat pin? Yay! Okay. And just stab. Um, probably the one that's on, on, uh, on Harold as well. Okay. Side note. Of course, when I try to do a test roll to see what the hell is going on, yeah, yeah. of course I actually succeed and do max damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, go and give me a brawl roll. All right. Hat pin. Nope. Oh, okay. It's only five. Okay, I'm going to... Let's spend this luck. What is it for? <laughs> All right, you spend five points of your luck. Yep. In order to drive this hat pin into the eye of this lizard folk, which reels back in pain as you pull this hat pin back out. The hat pin now covered in this greenish purple gore uh, from the inside of this lizard folk's head. Ugh. America. One shot from my shotgun at short range. All right. On me. Drop the carbine, grab the shotgun, fire. Yep. It, it splatters across the floor at your feet. Awesome. It's dead. Um, so question about like attack spreading. I'm assuming I can't if I have two potential attacks with a weapon, I can't do one there, one there. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. I'll shoot at the one on Harold. Um, is that still within 10 feet or no, is that it's, further? It's, it's further away. 20? Uh, yeah, it'd be about 20 feet away. We'll say. All right. Fail. Sorry, Harold. It's okay. You don't you don't fail so hard that you hit Harold. You just scatter How on that? the Oh it You rolled a 50. Does it more than half it? Oh, so I I don't know if you will care, but I oh, yeah, your do values have wrong. that set to fighting brawl as opposed to oh, shotgun. That's why. You would have succeeded. Yes, I would have succeeded. Okay, so that's two lizard folk dead. Bam bam. Cool. America. America. I, you haven't said yeehaw at all in this, and I'm kind of disappointed. Well, see, I very specifically am choosing to be a Minnesotan cowboy because John okay. will murder my character if <laughs> I do a southern accent. Which is hilarious because you sound more southern than Minnesota. Yeah, it does sound more southern. Your, <laughs> your Minnesota accent is legitimately a good southern accent. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You say that. To me, it sounds really Minnesotan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but not I saying... Any of the yeah. three words that sound different in mid Minnesotan accents. I'm not saying authentic Southern <laughs> accent. I'm saying good for performative purposes, Southern accent. Frankly, it's better than most of what you hear on The Walking Dead. 
I would also Actually, like to reference literally every person with an accent, which is almost all of us, at Final Show Films and how their accents do not correspond to the stereotypical uh, variant of that accent. Absolutely. Yeah. Though, to, 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 to the defense of The Walking Dead, uh, uh, what's his name? Who's, uh, who's, I keep forgetting his name, but the lead character. Andrew Lincoln, no longer the lead character. Oh, was lead character. Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln's accent is Rick. actually a pretty oh, good Oh, no, Georgian Rick's accent. is really good. Rick gets a lot of shit just because of Coral. Yeah. But uh, uh, he's fine. It's just about everybody it's, else who are it's, it's perfectly fine performative-wise. It's particularly impressive that he has a pretty good Georgian accent yep. when he's English. <laughs> I have anyway. thoughts on that, but that's, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll sidetrack us even, even yeah. more. So, so no, saying yeehaw where it is not entirely appropriate might get my character dragged between worlds, so we're going to hold off. <laughs> Anyways, uh, John Collins continues to smash this hole. It is now about three-fourths of the way filled. Uh, Harold. Uh, let's see. I, it, it takes a full action to reload. Um, the other one, how close is it? Dead. Um, well, no, I mean the one that's alive. Also dead. America okay. shot both of them. <laughs> I right. shot both of them with my shotgun. Uh, They're dead. I Okay, then, and splattered. then what, there are no threats immediately apparent? Correct. Um, I will turn to John Collins and say, uh, Mr. Collins, fancy an extra hand? I'd rather you keep your guns pointed at the hallway. I'll be fine. Should be done with this soon. Will do. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll rack two shells. I'll break the action and rack two shells. All right. The spent casing of the previous, the spent caps of the previous shell pops out on the floor. Two more shells go in. Uh, my turn. Nothing significant happens on my turn. John. Yes. Um, standing guard, I guess, since we don't have anything to kill. All right. Doris. Well, first I'm gonna say quietly under my breath, just in the in the middle of you know this pausing combat, just keep pounding away at the hole. Yes, um, and reload. That's what he does best. Yeah, uh, America. What did Dora say? Um, She's gonna keep pounding away at the hole. Reloading Sorry. the shotgun, but probably <laughs> leveling the carbine again, and um picking up and leveling the carbine again um i don't know if i could get a spot hidden or like listen roll or if yeah. that would be my action yeah you can uh you can use your action to listen okay if i lose my use yeah so you can either you can either reload or listen basically at the moment i'm reloading then okay. i guess yeah all right reloading the shotgun uh collins continues to pound the wall till it crumbles the hole now filled in. He turns around and just sort of listens. And we're going to go out of initiative for the moment. One, two, three, four. Well, the fifth one now, lo now lost an arm, but on the other side. All right. I think we're clear of the lizard folk. 
So that's one of our three problems dealt with. Good shooting, group of you. Um, if we're out of initiative, can I... I assume that I can reload the carbine even if there were still shots yeah, yeah, left. You can reload. You can yeah. reload. You can uh, pull the clip out uh, or pull the magazine out, load the magazine, put it back in easily. What, what type of, of carbine is it? Uh, lever action. So you can just, you can. You oh, can yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it's just a, ch yeah, it's single cartridges. That's right. Oh, according to my notes, it has five. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it loads several into the barrel, but it's. Yeah. Ah, okay. You meant like single thing. Yeah. It yeah, yeah the, the, above the lever action, there's a little slot, sort of an angled slot, and you just put in one cartridge yeah. at a time. Yep. So you, you reload the carbine. I'm not the person who habitually reloads every gun in video game. I am. Games. What are you I talking about? But uh, carbines, are, carbines are great for that because you don't lose anything that's already in the weapon. I know nothing about <laughs> modern firearms. You put me in charge of like a, a Winchester 77. <laughs> I, that I could tell you about. So my daughter, who was yeah. fussing in her sleep earlier, which is why we went to break, is now loudly screaming out in her room, probably wanting a bottle. Do you want us to go to break, or do you want us to just vamp? Uh, it'll take me a minute. Just vamp for a minute. Okay. 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 <laughs> so America is sort of reloading. Doris is gonna. Uh, this is okay. This is gross. Now I don't want to put it back in my hat. Um. Uh. Here you be might be better at this than I did. I was not very effective with I'm handing the sword off. Oh, I swung it. I swung it more than once, and well, nothing bloody happened. So, thank you. I will take it. It's fancy. I know you got your spells and stuff, but are you sure you don't want a gun or at least like a emergency knife? Is there is, is there a gun I would be least likely to to murder myself with? Um, I have the the fouling piece from Harold. Anything? Is there anything you happen to know how to use? I have literally never picked up a gun in my life. All right. Well, you, in that case, you got a slightly better chance with a shotgun. Yes, uh, I, but I, if you'd feel more comfortable, I can also just give you my a survival knife. Still let's some take, left. Let's take the knife. Yeah. I, I'll I, hand you a survival knife. It's it's just the survival knife from the like item sheet. Yeah. But. If it makes you feel any better, Dr. Ramsey, I've seen plenty of punters who've never picked up one of these go out and uh, not necessarily bring home any, any birds, but uh, come back without grievously injuring themselves or any others either. I mean, that's fair. Um, I simply... Also, probably wouldn't hurt to learn, given what's happening, but perhaps you've got um... fire blowing stuff up with your brain, whatever, so... Right. Or later. I have taken I out a handkerchief and cleaned off my hat pen <laughs> very carefully. People tend to be uncomfortable enough with people like me in the first place. When you take people like me and you put something with the capability of murdering in their hands. 
But you mean okay. um, that amplifies. You mean I have no idea what you're talking about. Says one with a lot of guns. Drop the um, handkerchief and the hat pin in. Yeah. Uh, if if it's clear that Doris is like cleaning it off, I'll grab out of my medicine kit like a disinfectant wipe and toss it over. <gasps> Thank you. Um, I will disinfect it. No, John is not there. I thought John disappeared from through his little background thing. No, I definitely saw. He, he was, was definitely there. Yeah, he was there for a second. Okay. Now he's gone. The, he yeah. is 100% gaslighting us. He was there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For uh, the listener's benefit, John has a really cool AI thing that occasionally makes his like headband disappear and also means that people that come into frame are slightly invisible. And I saw him and then he was invisible and oh my god, we're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is on purpose. Yeah. So, so Doris is holding the sword very carefully. Well, actually, she probably put it point down, just sort of like rest on the ground while she was disinfecting, and like had it like in the crook of her arm, just sort of just giving Doris very basic pointers on how to use a weapon. I was going to say, Mara, I just want to say, if you, if after he handed it off to Doris, Doris ends up fumbling and stabbing someone, <laughs> that's going to be the great, that's going to be the greatest thing ever. Oh, yeah. No, this is potentially very bad. Sort of but as I'm very literally not better in it than to Harold. Can we agree that if, if our, less combat proficient members continue to fumble the magic sword one of us will take it for a bit i i think that's certainly something okay. that uh no, i could get on board with yeah. and then in a in a louder voice to sort of cover up that conversation harold will say oh actually uh, out of character does is is the carbine kind of what i'm picturing it's an old-fashioned one um it's probably a new model, but it's it's the older fashioned style. Okay, all right. Um, uh, so then, in a louder voice, Harold will say, um, "Young America, um, is that an antique uh, that you yourself are, are have been using there?" Can't say it's an antique. These are dime a dozen back home. Oh, that's that's the sort of thing. Uh, well. I didn't want to say. It's what I always assume from how things are on the telly, but uh, ended out on the street corner sort of thing. Well, you do need a license a lot of the time, and you do need to know how to shoot and take care of your weapons, but if you know what you're doing, you have the right to carry. I see. Uh, what do you use it for the most? Uh, hunting, that sort of thing? It's just a half a Honestly, it stays locked in a box most of the time. Um, ugh. I'd say the most normal thing I've used it for was, uh, you know how Jared was trapped on John Lesnar when, when you're done? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm waiting. I was waiting for you guys to stop. Um, you know when Jared was trapped out on that street corner? I didn't know what sort of crawlies could be there at night, and I didn't fancy getting chowed on by a mountain lion also we found a murder house full of in guts and intestines so 
I mean, I carry it with me in something like that. By street corner, you mean beach. I thought I said cliff house. Did I say street corner? You said street corner, yes. Okay, I meant cliff house. I was like, I just got that session. I, yeah. Sometimes that happens. You may have also noticed the antonyms. I occasionally say the one wrong one. (laughs) I will describe Antarctica as particularly warm. Anyway, stuff like that. Oops. Well, you've certainly been putting it to good use uh, uh, down here. So uh, much, much obliged. Doris has the sword. And if you could hand that back, please, love. He says, holding a hand out. May I have my brick? Oh. He holds the, I, he holds the, the holds the brick out. Sora's kind of like put it behind her back, like ah, ah. no, I'm like holding, I'm, I'm just holding it very carefully. I don't want to. He, he um, holds the brick John, out for, for your benefit. I did give Jahan my survival knife as okay. emergency stabber for the mage. Good. Uh, he takes the sword back, hands Doris back her brick. Uh-huh. Thank you for that. Right, so that's one of our problems down. Now we have two more, one of which we're not certain how to deal with. So with the Shambler loose in the city, that means it's anchored somewhere uh, on this plane. We're going to have to find whatever it is that brought it, that brought it here that lets it hop back and forth between worlds. Would it be helpful to explain a little more about previous places we encountered it, or is that not? Yes, that would absolutely help. All right. And America will, to spare you guys my accent and knowledge you already have, um, just exposit sort of the places that people went missing, when and how they reappeared, and as much as I know of what Jared told me of the like fish house and where he came back. Probably also like that those symbols were around, you know. Right. Let's head back towards the entrance then. We're going to have to exit. We're going to have to leave the uh, catacombs behind for now. Sounds to me like the thing we're looking for is probably going to be in that house. Uh, yeah. If that's where you first found it. Didn't you say we couldn't leave until the one you wanted to kill here was dead? No, we couldn't leave while it... We couldn't... I couldn't let the door open while it's still down here, but we can... I can get you out without letting the door open. <clears throat> Okay. So long as it doesn't come out with us, which I'm pretty certain it won't. Let's head back towards the entrance. I'll show you what I'm talking about. All right. I'm going to keep an eye out because I think at the very beginning he mentioned this thing was an ambush predator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Same. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Keep a sp- uh, give us a spot ahead and roll. I'd like to as well. Uh, okay. While you're in the house. Uh... Right. So you guys, have your, you guys have your eyes out at the moment. While you were in the house, was there anything uh, particularly odd hidden away? Uh, Yeah, tons of stuff. Um, There was a butler trying to keep us out of it. There was, you said there was something in a tiny room behind that um, clock that you were looking at, right, Doris? And something behind the bookcase. Yes, but I did not. I was trying to see what was inside and that's when um we also noticed that there was um 
where Jared disappeared, this case of wine, most of the wine was really old, but there was a sort of recent one, but inside of it was, was there like a Barbie doll? I don't remember. Tentacle, I think. It was a tentacle. Yeah. Thank you. A tentacle. Yeah. There was a... Right. Tentacle with suckers on it. So what we're looking for, uh, shamblers will often latch onto a diseased mind. Uh, people that people that have been driven crazy, uh, that have been driven insane or crazy by uh, various extra-dimensional beings, they'll latch onto the mind of one such individual and use them or pilot them to crafting an anchor of some kind. Typically, the anchor is going to be something of significant value to the individual, and it'll be representative of uh, a doorway or a pane or some sort of... Uh, a paint Paintings often are used. Uh, Wasn't uh, there a painting? Uh, the only person who saw the painting was Jared, correct? No. Uh, the th three of you, you all saw it. Jared was just particularly oh. affected by it. Harold also lost some sanity on that one. Well, there was a painting um, in, in the first hideaway we found. And when you're talking about minds driven crazy, are we thinking our animated or seer or probably someone more like the crazy butler man? Well, seers are seers are more often than not a little bit crazy, well, you know. Seeing things, seeing things that haven't happened yet, or seeing signs of things that uh, will happen or have already happened, overlaid onto the faces and visages of the people they're interacting with. That's sort of a thing that goes with being crazy. Yeah, there is something really uh, indistinct about that painting. Is all I, I remember. I also know I I, I haven't known. Mr. Coldwell, as long as the rest of you, but uh, anyone concerned about the fact that he seemed to be uh, spinning some stories and uh, wearing a, a, a certain shade of jacket when we saw him last? Uh, I believe the I believe what I had been what the book had told me was that uh, uh, Coldwell was not Coldwell anymore. Right. Yeah, well, is different from is to borrow Jared's terminology. He was the source of the infection, right? But that, is, is is that different from what you're talking about then? There, Mr. Oh, well, the thing that you're describing with your friend Coldwell sounds more like he was replaced by a different entity that's exactly. wearing his skin. This is uh, that's not, not a shambler, no. Not the same as what happened to to. You all. Great, just a uh, different horrifying. These things tend to these things tend to operate in clusters. Sort of a well, <laughs> I was going to make a rule of threes joke, but Harold wouldn't know about the rule of threes. Imagine uh, if you imagine any sort of any sort of uh, city center that gets struck with a disease or a plague. Uh, there are a lot of other accompanying side effects that tend to come along with it. Increase in rodent population, things like that. So there's going to be side effects and other things happening when there's a shambler on the loose. Alternatively, whatever's, dry, whatever's locked in the basement could also be drawing things into the city, depending on what it is exactly. So w w you think our friends in yellow are a side effect, potentially? Could be. Could be the cause. Depends. They could either be the thing that's causing problems or a side effect of the thing that's causing problems. Won't really know till you deal with it. And it doesn't change your analysis that that painting was in yellow. 
the painting was in yellow. Wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was. It, it, it featured it. it. I think the other thing was, uh, even though... The painting, to, 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 to refresh memories, the painting was of a figure robed in yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... We, Would it strike America as a definitively different yellow? No, it's the exact the same yellow, in fact. Yeah. yeah, it's that same yellow that... Oh, I don't know if that's the first time I saw it. I don't think so, but... Same yellow as the animation creature, same yellow as the jackets. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't the first I'd seen it either. Right. But, uh, well then I'll to mind something from my youth. In that case there might be Ah fuck. Jesus Christ. Alright. Let's get out of here first. Yep. Uh, and at this point you guys have all returned to the door. Right. Uh this is gonna feel funky. More so than the rest of the things you've been dealing with today. Ah, <laughs> uh, funky. Bar. What was that? I said high fucking bar, but that was out of character. <laughs> yeah. He reaches over. He reaches over to the uh, door. To the door. Uh, sort of using the edge of his sword, slices his palm, and begins to sort of draw an intricate series of what. Uh, Jahan would recognize his Arabic runes on the door. It's sort of... Uh, right. the, the runes are drawn in at first a triangle and then a circle surrounding the triangle and then a line through the, through the both. Right. He sort of spits in his palm, slaps it in the middle of it, twists his hand and pulls back. All right, so... Uh, Dr. Costley, if you would. Hi. Just put your hand right there. Uh, I will do so. As you put your hand there, nothing seems to change. And as you pull it back and sort of turn around, you realize you're on the other side of the door. Oh, bugger me. The, the rest of you, you just saw Harold put his hand there and stop being there. Mm, oh. Sort of. Wait, one, one, one at a time. I'll go for and tap. Again, same thing. Nothing seems to happen from your perspective until you turn and look and realize you're on the wrong side of the door. Huh. Well, damn. <laughs> Next. America. Yep. Fuck I'll it. Go. No, no. Oh, yeah, I'll go. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jahan, same thing. You put your hand yep. to it. Nothing seems to change until you turn and look and realize you're not there anymore. As Jahan enters... He probably hears the end, at least, of, you know, if you're wondering why people will keep making jokes about, about your sex life, maybe it's because you call everyone below who your age range young. I hadn't considered that. What, what would you prefer, then? My name is America, Kansas Freedom. You can call me America. You can call me America, Kansas. You can call... Mix freedom. And yes, I apologize to all the people who use MX watching who are like, that's not how you pronounce it. That's as close as I can get. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's really hard. It is. I, I, mix freedom sounds like a DJ. It does. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm down with it. Like, like, it's not a pronunciation I am bothered by. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, mix freedom. <laughs> Harold, 
Harold nods and says, all right, then. Uh, mixed freedom it is. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just picturing America DJing at a club. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can very easily picture that. Like, Absolutely. I feel like this is DJ. that is probably something that has happened because not because they wanted like someone who was a good DJ, but they needed like a cowboy aesthetic, and they were like, I am, "You already dress this way." I am so. DJ, I am. D, I am DJ Mix Freedom. I do not care for you. It's <laughs> it, it, it's uh, 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 America uh, uh, DJs at times, but only plays songs like timber um uh wake me up and other avicii songs because avicii has a definite country vibe in most of his stuff and of course cotton eye joe see i feel like it's actually sort of the other side it's they invite America to DJ and then they discover that as opposed to songs that it would be reasonable for a DJ to play, it's just entirely like genuinely retro bluegrass and like other sort of historical are, recreation recordings. Like you, Rodeo starts playing. You are that person who, if you've seen those videos of the two DJs who like are in the middle of like a, a super hype thing, and then it very quickly switches over to like uh, standout ballet's blue or Vanessa Carlton's a thousand miles, and they duck down behind the booth as it happens. So yeah, it's it's, it's essentially that. a great troll. It is an amazing troll. The group of you all reconvene on the other side of the door, having not opened it, and the port close and door remaining closed. Uh, Collins, again, following after. Uh, as he does so, he moves over to the tape, to that war table that was sort of situated just outside the door, uh, kicks open a chest next to it, and pulls out the exact same coat and shirt that he had been wearing previously, but this version undamaged as he begins to put it on. Uh, and and redress himself, putting the sword on the table in front of him. Nice trick. Right. So, <clears throat> you're gonna have to take me back to that house that you first that you first encountered this thing in, so we can figure out exactly what it is that's hanging, that's uh, keeping this thing hanging on. As long as you know that the thing at the bottom of the cliff isn't accessible from the house, unless we find some way under it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the issue. I think the issue is going to be either that painting or whatever it was uh, Miss Foster Young was looking at on the other side of a grandfather clock. Something something in that house is acting as an anchor for the creature. Uh, and Given we've got a lot of weapons, and I'm assuming most of you don't have more mobile firearm storage, can I suggest we take my vehicle? Well, we're gonna have to prepare. We're gonna have to prepare a very specific weapon to deal with the Shambler. Uh, guns and things work on its physical form, but it'll just keep coming back even after you kill it. In order to get That's rid of That's fair. I'm more concerned with people driving with unsecured firearms sure, than I am. Certainly with whether or not they'll work in the end. Uh, we're going to have, before we go, we're going to have to deal with this thing. Uh, so, do any of you happen to have a supplier of uh, virgin cow's blood? What did he say? Virgin cow's blood. Virgin, virgin cow's, cow's blood. blood. Cloud blood cow. or cow's cow. blood? Virgin cow's, cow's blood. The blood of a virgin cow. Yes, that. Oh. 
Oh, well. Possible. I mean. My butcher could get in a good sight of Doris. That will do us. Do explain. <laughs> would I, this is a question from the GM, would I have access to this? You can make it a cult roll. And also, I mean, Harold is not, I wasn't joking. Harold is asking if if a butcher who deals in veal would work. Yep. That's success. It's right on the, yep. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, and a cult roll. Doris, yes, you do happen to have a virgin cow's blood guy. Uh, oh Harold, uh, sorry, Harold is asking, uh, looks, uh, raised for slaughter is not exactly the kind of blood that we're looking for. There's a certain, there's a, there's a taint in the processing thing that shit like this gets really specific, trust me. Oh. Well, sorry, but I, I well, if Doris speaks up, I'm not volunteering. I don't have stuff. anybody that I resource, but I'm uh, uh, I don't have a need for it in my in my practices as a rule, but I do know some people who may. Right. Well, we're going to need we're going to need some virgin cow's blood, some holy rice, and uh oh, how much last? are we talking about? Like like a pint or yeah, or yeah, like a pint. For a, yeah, a, like a pint. I've got that. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold, hold up. You have it, or you uh, can not get on it. My per- I can get it from your personal collection, or you you know where you can procure it, and I you know do I not can... currently now, have. It. Now, Harold, I... Harold, your butcher would be useful because we are going to need the thigh bone of a fully adult cow. Well, that it certainly can. I, yeah. Um. I uh. Really, Doris? <laughs> All right. I'm going to make an argument about glass houses and people who recently he did magic bolts out of their hands. I have lived a long and very interesting life, and I know someone who will be able to get that for me. I see. Uh, well, that's coming in Andy, that is. I know some people in the theater. <laughs> oh, oh, the theater. And Harold looks visibly relieved. Yeah. <laughs> I, make a, I am make a, inside checking yeah. that shit. Go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to contradict her, but I'm curious. Harold, Harold is definitely not attempting that role. That's psychology, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to be psychology. Doris, you can make me a persuasion, charm, uh, or fast talk role. Um, let's do... Let's do some... Uh, Let's do some charm here. Yeah, 40. All right. No, you, you, right. You, the two of you believe her. Yep. A lot, but all right. Eh, there are weirder places to get things. So. Right. We need to do blood, uh, a bone, blood, blood, bone, some rice. Uh, that's been blessed by a Shinto priest. Uh, and oh, what was the last bit? And he starts, he sort of uh, reaches underneath the table, pulls out a book, and starts flipping through pages. 
But I don't, I don't suppose any of priest. us have a local Shinto priest that regularly blesses rice. Not, no, I don't know. I am connected to a to the let's just call it marginalized religious community. Can 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 I see if I if That's I fair. a Shinto priest through my old hospital where I used to practice that might have been called to deal with the sick and dying? Uh, da, da, da. Da, 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 da. The question is how much the Shinto people like rub shoulders in those communities. Well, so, are contacted do, by them yet? So you can do. So you can do one or two things. You can either uh, you can either make an occult or a history roll. Occult, it is. It, it, same for me. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be like professional nice. connections or something. Uh, that's not a roll. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it is. Nope. What am I thinking of? I think, there was some, I think I'm confusing systems. I was thinking that there was some sort of thing you could use to roll for, for your, your back. I don't, no, there's no contacts roll as far as I'm aware. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, if there is one and you discover it, feel free to tell me. No, like I said, I'm, at this point, I'm pretty sure I'm... I'm, I'm I do have some quibbles with how many invisible things there are. <laughs> that aren't in the major list. No. So, Craig, you're racking your brain. You can, there are certainly many priests that you could think that you could figure out a way to get a hold of. Shinto, Shinto priests don't typically do the hospital visit bit. Um, and there aren't that many in London in the first place. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jahan, you you know of you know of one okay. that runs basically a small backstreet shrine. It's not it's not a full. It's obviously there's not actually a temple in, right. in London, uh, right. but there is uh, there is like sort of a a a, a small like uh, backyard shrine that you know of. Fair. Yes, I know somebody. I can yes. Right. And as he flips through, as he flips through uh, the 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 book, right. That's the last bit. We'll need the finger bone of a dead martyr. That one's going to be harder Ooh. to come across. Okay, everyone else got to make rolls for backstory things. <laughs> Can I m make an argument that I'm very interested in, like tropey history? Sure, give me a history roll. Cool. Interested in and good at are different things, but I want to make the fucking roll. <laughs> oh, I love it. 69. Nope. Nice. Uh, Unfortunately bad, but uh, nice. Fortunately, I know where to get that one. It's just going to be a little bit harder than most. I don't like breaking into churches, but... Probably going to have to. Um, you need some assistance? Yeah. Right, let's get everything else first, and then we'll work on we'll work on breaking into a church later, because there's gonna be some issues with that, obviously. Anyways, uh, move around in pairs. Don't let any of you get separated out from the others. And keep an eye out for insectoid gorillas poking their heads out of walls. That sounds. All fun. right. So we're pairing off. Nope. Um. 
Doris, who do you want to go get blood with? And uh, Jahan, who do you want to go get rice with? And yes, I know how that sounded. I'll be sta- I'll be staying behind just so just so there's no awkward feelings. I'll be staying behind to prepare the ritual. Fair enough. Totally fair. Um, uh, whatever. Well, I have a strong preference, but I certainly ain't here to judge anyone's access to useful magic ingredients. Well, as you're considering, as you're considering who you want to pair off with, Harold, uh, that's where we're going to end for the rest for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.